0: all right hello and welcome to inspired your grown-up girl talk i'm stacy fleece and as always wrapping 2023 with co-host samantha tradelius uh you know started 2023 together ending 2023 together it's year in year out though it's this is not unusual for us
1: it's almost 20 years of you and i and you know i couldn't think of a better closeout for the year with our guests today i mean I just got an email from Calendy that said that we had 129 sessions this year, which is beyond exciting. I mean, who are we? And it's kind of interesting that I have this sitting on my desk. Our listeners can't see, but it says everything is possible, which is kind of how I feel about our little podcast here.
0: It is. It's true. And 129 amazing stories, amazing women, like doing the coolest shit, uh, Uh Yeah. Loving all the journeys and today's guest, Juliana Kuzmanova. I had to work on that one. Um,
2: Understandable.
0: (laughs) Juliana, first of all, thank you for being with us. I I really, I just want to dive right in because I want to go right to journey, which is one of my favorite things to talk about, right? So your journey, like I don't, I don't understand it. So you're going to have to explain it to me. Like uh, a degree in computer science a master's in information systems management in the pharmaceutical industry for 20 years, and now you make the most amazing organic, high-performance, plant-based beauty products. That seems like, uh, that seems winding, and I love a good winding journey. So how did that happen?
2: Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I feel honored to be one of your last uh, women (laughs) that you're doing a podcast with. So it's gonna be fun. And yes, the journey is definitely very win- windy, <laughs> I should say. Um, I guess I started out, first. yeah, I started out doing something that, um, well, I thought would be something that like, would be something that I love. My parents kind of uh, led me to <laughs> that journey. I live in the cities, um, in New York City, to be precise. And uh, I was just kind of like following along, uh, doing what sort of everybody is doing. And um, I decided to first go to college for computer science. Uh, I just kind of like picked it randomly. I looked at my options. I didn't want to go to school for long. So I didn't want to be a lawyer, no doctor. So that was like out of the question. But I kind of like stuck to the middle tier of something that was still make me like a decent amount of money. And I don't have to go to school for long. <laughs> that was like my sweet middle (laughs) and um, I was actually doing my master's and uh, during that time I kind of like had an awakening of uh, I just like feel felt like this is not me what am I doing Uh, I don't really feel like this is like I'm on the right uh, road and on the right journey I felt like um, I guess like I'm being boxed in and um, in my master's program, I was at the la- on my last semester, and I had a professor. It was a uh, it was a course that was uh, kind of like corporate sociology or corporate psychology course. And um, my professor there, we were doing a paper that was called like um, our name and Inc. Like Juliana Inc. And I really had to like dive into what am I, you know, who is Juliana Inc. I had no idea. I've been like growing up and kind of like took most of my um teenage and maybe earlier adult years going out partying and just like going down the road of uh you know of course get a job and you know try to kind of like stick to whatever standard that uh, was set for me by my parents and i really had to like dig deep of and understand what is it that um i represent so once i wrote down my values I really definitely realized that uh, what I'm doing may not be for me. And my professor, actually, she was the one to kind of like even open my eyes to be to even kind of think about the fact that, oh, I could actually go down a different road just because I started on this road doesn't mean that I have to continue on this road. That's a good professor. An excellent. Yeah. She was like my, you know, inspiration because she actually went down the corporate path herself and pretty much on the first week she realized that it is not for her. And so she kind of like made, um, she became more of a consultant for corporate world and psychology and kind of like uh, organization transformation. And she didn't really, you know, stick in it, (laughs) live in it from day to day. And I was like, oh my God, that's an option. I didn't really even think about that. Um, But then I really started thinking about it. What is it that I want? And um, at the same time, I was like having a bit of a health crisis. And I was having um, back pain. And I guess that was from sitting a lot, you know, doing corporate job, nine to five, then going to school, like a lot of sitting.
0: You are not built for corporate. Let me just (laughs) back so you hear us, right? Yeah,
2: so exactly. So maybe I was like getting all these little hints and um, I wasn't really taking (laughs) those little hints. So it took something a lot bigger for me to realize that maybe this is not for me. And I had had to start making different transformations in, in my life. And, you know, one of the things was really kind of going, really like dig in and learn about myself. What is it that I want? But another thing was like getting um being like more authentic and what does that mean to me and to me that really meant like um coming closer to really going closer to earth to the planet and um i was getting like a lot of pings even though i wasn't living in the city but i really definitely wanted to be closer to earth maybe even i wasn't really sure exactly what it is because I as I mentioned, I was like living in an apartment and it's hard to
0: be close to the earth in New York City. I love New York City. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bonding with Mother Earth moment.
2: Exactly. So I was like trying to bond, but um, I couldn't figure out a way. So one of the ways that I figured out at the time and during that time when I was having the health crisis, one of, I had to make a lot of changes. Um, My eating habits, my going out habits, my work habits, um, just like self-care and also clean products. And what does that all mean? Like clean food, clean beauty products, clean cleaning products, everything clean. So I started uh, making my own skincare just for myself. And to me, that was like one way of getting closer to Mother Nature. Uh, I wanted to use like all of the nature bound to incorporate into my skincare. And I started learning about different oils and the benefits of them. So I created my first serum during that time. And then I was making soaps and all kinds of things of that nature, just so that I can use and to give to my friends and my friends and family really loved my serum Uh, One of the things during that time, uh, or maybe like I should say on my journey, it's kind of evolving. Um, One of the things that I was struggling with is, um, I guess, self-love and just like uh, self-esteem. And I felt that other women are also struggling with that um, just based on like the media and how, you know, everything is portrayed and how we are guided to make certain choices in our life that... You know what to wear how to be and how to look and you know what to inject in ourselves things like that and that really like it um it was a struggle for me to like f- find where i fit into this world because i didn't really fit in <laughs> i should say so during that time i created um, the serum that i created it was uh, highly focused on sort of like Invoking that self-esteem, intuition, and that also kind of went hand in hand with Mother Nature and me trying to connect um, with Mother Nature. And um, so one of the things that I've done is I included uh, many essential oils that uh, really bring in self-esteem and intuition and self-love. So that's the reason why I call our products Alchemy Infused because it's not just uh, using like really luxurious high-performance fruit and seed oils, but it's also using essential oils that bring out the feeling of, um, like I said, uh, feeling great and having a very high, high self-esteem, which leads to intuition and leads to kind of like feeling inner child and happiness, all of those like feelings that um, are very feminine actually, but we don't really get to feel them (laughs) as much because of all of these outside factors and some of it probably is generational, goes uh, from one generation to the other. So I felt that um, if I can help myself to, you know, really uplift my self-esteem and like self-love and not just with the oils, but it was more of like a ceremony of how I put the oil, kind of like really take time to do that self-care. Here's so what I love, was- and
1: I'm just gonna interrupt you right now, because I'm like, usually, I mean, women's stories and how they get to where they go is always such a huge, like, we love it. But I really love how you were in school and finding a direction and somebody else telling you, hey, there may be something better for you out there that's more in tune with with what it is that your, your path is. And most of us don't always listen to those voices when they come in. I mean, we, you know, I don't know, but you did. And you turn that into a product line, which is encompassing all these different parts where your life was maybe not, you know, super abundant in, and you made the abundance with these different um, elements that you're bringing into the environment. And then you're bottling it and getting it out there for the rest of us to also enjoy, which is so cool. Um, one of your products, which I am just totally enamored with, is the fact that it's got
2: gold in it. Is this right? Yes. And yeah, that was kind of like part of the self-care. And I thought, like, what is the things that I what are the things that I want to like give myself if I was like feeling like a goddess, I would want to put on myself. So I use like Neroli oil, jasmine, and some of the most luxurious oils that really kind of like boost the self-esteem, but also give you that feeling of um luxuriousness. So I definitely wanted to put all of that in the bottle so I can then use it on myself, but gift it to other women. It yeah. And great. I think it's just great. It's,
0: I'm, I'm, I am I'm enamored with the 24 karat gold uh, serum. And we're going to talk about that offline when we're done with this. But, <laughs> I, you know, we've we've over the years, we've talked to a lot of women who've developed beauty products and, uh, you know, serums and lotions and, and clean and this and that or whatever. I don't think we've ever spoken with anyone who developed a product that was not only to improve our look and our skin and our our health and our clean everything but also really focused on the impact it had with our inner being and um, really having impacts on the inside too which you know I I had spent zero time thinking about, honestly, what I put on my skin, forgetting kind of that the skin is the biggest organ, right? And the impact mm-hmm. it probably has to our internal and, and over the years of talking to these women, I've had a big shift in in what I put on my skin and what I do. But um, people have taken notice, for sure. You've been doing this for over 10 years now. And you've had products that were featured in Vogue and Glamour and Tatler. And you've been part of Tori Spelling giveaways. And how are you getting? Uh, how are you getting the word out? Uh, first of all, I don't even think we've mentioned the name of the company. So let's—I'm going to throw that out yeah. first. Freckle <laughs> Farm Organics. Um, so this—this this is where you can find all this amazing stuff. I'm literally ordering the 24 karat yeah. gold thing today. But
2: oh, I would love um, to gift it to you guys. I would like uh,
0: to try it. What are? How are you? How are you getting the word out there about Juliana Inc., which is now Freckle Farm Organics? <laughs> and getting mm-hmm. this amazing coverage.
2: Yeah, so honestly, so Freckle Farm Organics, um, I guess like maybe I can talk about really quickly why why I came up with it. Well, of course, like I don't know if you can see from my skin, but I do have freckles. And um, that was one of the things that like my parents were always like, oh, don't stay out in the sun. You're going to get more freckles and all that. And I decided I'm going to use that as like one of the um, things that I embrace about myself you know like we have to embrace we're all unique and we all have like different little things and um part of the like freckle farm was to embrace our uniqueness because that's really part of our gift like we all are kind of you know in i don't know god's image i would say are kind of like little stars all bright and uh, different and if we were all the same it wouldn't be as you know interesting but we're all different and i feel that as you know women we should all we can kind of like find those things that maybe we didn't really like about ourselves but that is our unique attributes that make us who we are and we should just embrace it and love it and love all of us rather than like just some part of us and um, about how i got the word out honestly it was very organic, because at first, I was just making it for friends and family. And my friends were like, Oh, my God, we love this. And you should definitely start selling. And at first, I was selling on Etsy. But through the time, I developed my own store, stopped the Etsy store, and um, kind of it all happened organically. And then I met Sandra McClure. And, you know, she was really great at um, some, you know, kind of like helping me with our products. And, it really helped it happen organically. And as I continue to still work in the pharma world, (laughs) the biotech world. So I didn't put too much pressure on it because I still had my, you know, even though like I definitely wanted to go with the organic skincare line, but I didn't put too much pressure on it because just knowing that um, it's best not to put pressure on things. And that's how like things do manifest better when you don't put pressure. So that was just like one of my strategies, just like have it grow organically and um,
0: working for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love it. It took so some many
2: time, but, but
1: so many people want everything right now. And, and, you know, you kind of just allowed yourself the space to make things evolve in the way that they needed to, um, which a lot of people don't, I mean, I'm guilty as charged. I always, I want it all right now. One of the oh, things yeah. I... I love is your website. So I was, it's got the most beautiful illustrations. And a lot of times you would look at at different lines and, you know, it's listing all the ingredients and you've got these incredible graphics of, you know, the plants that you're incorporating into your line. Um, do you have, uh, is that, are you doing those or do you have somebody doing those for you? Because they're gorgeous.
2: I had somebody do them for me and they are so gorgeous. Yeah they're beautiful. It was an artist that did it. Um, Her name is Natalia. I forget uh, her last name, but it's beautiful. I I mean, it really tells the
1: story of of the beauty of the product line, you know, and it's just really presented very well. So like kudos to you. It looks,
2: it looks pretty cool thank you and yes of course i would want it right, right now and so i'm totally there like i wanted it right now but based on experience throughout the years i learned that the more we want it like the if we really really want it then it's kind of like lacking <laughs> It's projecting lag. So it has to be like here, but not too much. And that's when, you know, like slow and steady. And that's when things like really manifest. So, and part of the, you know, part of our line is like teaching women how to manifest things. And it could be from like physical things to spiritual things to our looks. Um, Some things are harder than others. (laughs) And so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why I created the line is because certain things would keep coming back, like the self-esteem things. And then I realized like, I don't think this is like my feeling alone. I realized how it's like out there. And I definitely wanted to contribute, you know, contribute to other women's like self-esteem and uh, self-love. And also of course, continue giving myself self-love because really we don't, we don't really do that much, and maybe like lately, uh, women are learning to do that. But we are kind of like just le- you know more of caretakers, and we still have a lot of we- ways to go. Yeah, we
0: still- <laughs> we're always last. We're always at the end of the list. It's always just sort of whatever's left after we handle everybody else, right? So um, that's interesting, though. Your point about not wanting it too much because it almost projects lack to the universe. I have not heard that before um so really interesting interesting perspective um but let's let's uh let's hit the point where the the self-love self-care kumbaya piece meets the business piece because they do have to overlap at some point right so you've, you've got some real, uh, very definitive principles that you run your business under, which I, I love, to make beauty products using fair trade natural ingredients, inspire spiritual growth, create sustainable jobs, and to support animal and human rights, um, you know, with percentage of sales going to other organizations that support those. If you use those as your guiding principle, which is a little bit of the, of the, self-love piece and the, you know, the supporting women piece and this whole thing. How difficult is it to run a business and maintain those principles intact?
2: Um, I think it was fairly easy because we kind of established them from the beginning, from the start. This is what, you know, this is what I wanted for myself and the business because once I did that, like, project, Juliana Inc., I realized that those are the important factors that I value but I may not have been doing (laughs) so in terms of like what I'm buying what I'm contributing how I spend my time and so you know I've established those principles for our company and it's been fairly you know easy to stick to them because they have that's how we established
1: so I always like to hear what's been the most challenging part of this journey as a business owner and a creator of a product what's been the hardest part
2: um, uh, yeah, there have been a couple. <laughs> I think the hardest part is like really learning to adjust like what works, what doesn't work. Um, and then of course, obstacles that come up. So we had a few, uh, one of them was just like, in the beginning with naming our products, and uh, then we realized that those names may be trademarked. <laughs> so we have to switch it up. So we had to like quickly pivot to a different way. Another thing was I did have, um, I was the founder of the company, but I did have my best friend who was working closely with me and really supporting me and working for the company and she passed away. So that was like another, you know, very sad moment, but like something that I had to really sit with and think like, am I going to continue without her? So that was like, one big challenge and just you know little things that came up in a way that uh, little challenges that like had me pivot and so I think one learning experience that I had throughout the whole journey is don't be afraid to change direction and also um, kind of like what works as a business because when we started we were making soaps as well but then of course like You know, business wise, that may not have been, uh, you know, making sense in terms of financial. So we had to like switch it up and, you know, think of like, what is it going to be that can be also something that I can make, but also makes sense business wise. So things like that. uh, Yeah, I think ultimately it's kind of like keep on going. don't be afraid to switch direction. Those were the things that uh, I learned. And those are the challenges that came up, just things that were like, unforeseen, uh, things that uh, just kind of like hit you in the face, and you have to figure it out. Are you going to continue? Are you going to like dwell on it? And of course, you dwell on it, but then (laughs) do you continue?
0: The things we don't plan for, but you, I mean, you got into this. With a major pivot, right? You were going one yeah. direction entirely, shifted over to another. So, um, you know, I think for you, the flexibility that you've shown, not only in creating this business, but in expanding and growing the business with unforeseen hurdles, never would have occurred to me about product naming. Like how, like I, I don't even think about that. But that's that's going to be tough. Like coming up with a name that resonates but is allowed legally mm-hmm. without other, um, without impeding on other products, that's, it's got to be getting tougher.
1: And would we've imagine. talked so many women throughout the, I mean, throughout the last three years about, you know, the struggles of business ownership and having those roadblocks, you know, things that literally will stop you in your tracks. And you have to make a decision because quitting, as we all know, that's the easy shit, right? Mm-hmm. Quitting and turning your back and walking the other direction. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense a lot, but stay sticking with it and, you know, moving forward in, in a moment for you, that was, you know, you were grieving, you were having a whole different set of emotions that, you know, many of us have to go through at different stages in our life, but to also have that be a part of your business. I mean, that must've been a really intense time and to be able to come out and, you know, still persevere. I mean, that's very admirable.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it was really tough, but, uh, at the end of the day, I think it's like, do I want to continue or do I want to just be here, you know, doing my nine to five, let's say. And I was like, Oh, I really don't want to do the nine to five.
0: You feel like the growth of the business, the success of the business that you've had so far on some level is a, a love letter to her, to your best friend that would have been by your side.
2: Yeah, I feel that now, like where I am now, uh, I think like we definitely would have enjoyed being together. And uh, but at the same time, I always feel like her (laughs) presence. And so that does inspire me to go out there and, you know, get dressed up and do the spiel and all that. So for sure.
1: And it makes it makes me like tear up because so many times we hear stories of of business partners that you know, friendships that dissolve or, you know, they have a bad experience. And for you to have such a, a wonderful experience, you know, and then not being able to share that experience with somebody, I mean, that's, that's tough. Um, And but but to know that that person is there and to know that your success, you know, she's there, she's looking, she's rooting. Um, And it is important to to put one foot in front of the other every day. Because again, like, life is full of of challenges and and the bullshit i mean that's we got to go through it um and you know it's it's very cool to hear a story of somebody who's making it on the other side because i'm sure someone else can hear the story and and get know that they can get there too
0: i'm not going to lie yeah. when you said i got into the business with my best friend my mind immediately went oh here it comes they had a they're no longer best friends it's going to because that we've heard that story a million times. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, yours is, yours is, um, obviously more tragic, but, uh, brings a different level of inspiration for the business.
2: Yeah. And I, I really do feel that now, like where I am now, I think she would have really enjoyed seeing and me, you know, she probably is, and maybe that's helping, you know, I definitely like feel her presence and the, like, the cheerfulness that we had together and the reason like why we even started this together so that we can be <laughs> going to places together and having all these events and now i see i haven't actually made it out but i'm going to make a point to make it out to um, one of the events like with cassandra and the modern day wives and that's totally the vibe that um, me and my partner were going for so i i i really resonate with those events and I think she would have loved um for us both to be there but I think like when I go there <laughs> I'm gonna will be re- there and feel- still yeah She'll exactly I definitely yes. feel that yeah. present. She'll absolutely be there.
1: So what's coming up for the next year 2024? You've got any new launches coming on? I mean you're obviously going to be doing some events which will be great to see you there. Um is there anything in the pipeline that's coming up?
2: Yeah we have a couple of products coming out so um Definitely. We had a couple of products that were out there, but then we had to tailor back because we relabeled and we made it like more of a luxurious line. So now I'm bringing those products back. So it's just going to be kind of like a better version of the products. And uh, of course, a more beautiful version. But um, we are working on a clay mask. So that's going to be something that I'm looking forward to releasing. And of course, we are working on going global. So that's been uh, a project of ours. Oh, to that's to
0: be all new challenges. A
2: whole new. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of um, unpredictability there. So we're learning, um, you know, that some countries are not as friendly, uh, uh, you know, about <laughs> trade yeah. as it comes to the U.S. So that's one thing that we had to learn. Um, but, you know. I think that's something that can definitely we can definitely overcome and we're focusing on countries that are a little more friendly right now and hopefully we'll be able to actually expand into more countries that are more friendly <laughs> that are less friendly <laughs> in it. terms I of taxes and well, Liana, your story
1: well. is it's inspiring it's one that i know will hit home with a lot of a lot of women and it's a great closing to the year just to hear the inspiration of a woman like yourself that has had many different turns um, and has landed on our feet where can our listeners find you where where what's your website
2: so uh the website is ff-o.com um so that's a short version of it but of course you can also use frecklefarmorganics.com so that's the long name but uh it's a little um, I guess mouthful so we have that short version which is ff-o.com so uh, we also have an instagram page you can follow us on instagram also freckle farm organics um we have all other handles but i think uh, everybody seems to love uh instagram but we do have a facebook page LinkedIn you're all and the places I love it.
1: I love it. Well, we'll make sure to put them in our show notes. And we can't say thank you enough. You've been the perfect guest to close out the year. Uh, We hope that everyone has a great new year and uh, closes out the year strong and remains inspired.